morning, afternoon, or evening for wherever you may be joining us from today. Welcome to the Life Church Podcast. Greetings to Life Church. Um, it's a privilege to be with you. Our, our plan was that we would be with you a few weeks ago, Melanie and I, in person. However, with um, the world getting turned upside down the way it has gotten turned upside down, we just have to do this by screen. But I greet you, thank God for you, have great memories of when we were able to be there with you. Uh, to, Pastor, to Pastor Steve, so thankful for, for him and Sherry and the life they've lived. Uh, they've lived such a, a godly life, a, a spirit-directed life, and it's just been a joy to be their, their friends. Um, they are moving the church forward. They have a heart for God, a heart for you, and I give them honor. A special word to Sherry. She lives faith. And she speaks faith on a level that I've, I've not seen very often. And when we were there uh, last year, I believe it was, there was a particular situation that we were needing God to do a miracle in connected with our family. And she spoke um, just a powerful word of faith to us, especially a conversation she had with Melanie. And to Sherry, uh, I say, thank you, we give you honor. God did miraculously work in that situation and today is totally different than what it was whenever we were there so keep speaking faith <clears throat> keep believing um, keep standing on his word the way that that you have and I know God is doing great things and wants to do great things through many many more lives I'd like for us to start with prayer and ask ask God to be with us I know you're in your homes or, or wherever you are right now. I know this is different. We're several weeks now into different church, but God has been doing great things, and we're, we're very thankful for it. I wish, I wish we'd all just pray together right now. God, we're so thankful for your many blessings on our life. We thank you for the opportunity that we have together, whether it's uh, in person together or it's uh, by video or screen. We know that your word is alive no matter how it goes forth. So we speak today and we believe that you will do a great work through your word in the lives of many. Let it be done in Jesus' name. Amen. There are single words that just the word itself is a question. A few single word questions that we would think about uh, that literally dominate our lives. I believe five of the most common question words that we use all the time are why, what, when, where, and how. I know there are others, but, but those five seem to dominate our lives. Two of those words in particular seem to lead the list in our, in our lives, and those words are what and how. What are we going to do? How are we going to do it? Uh, what and how are very dominating. The, the challenge is, is that those two words are not the main word. 
and the main word that we should be using, uh, not just in this particular situation that, that our world is in now, but, but in every situation of our life, the, the main single question word that we should be using is why. Why is a clarifying word. Children use this word a lot. I remember even when our children were younger, you'd say something, they'd say, why? And then you'd give that answer and they'd say, why again? The sad thing is, is I believe that we have grown out of using the word why as often as we should use it. There are some very important life whys. Why are we prioritizing life in the manner that we are? Why are we investing in the things that we're investing in? Why are we driven by what is driving us? Why is it so important to us what particular people think of us? Why are we acting the way we are? Why are we reacting the way we are? Why is our outlook what it is? I believe that these are very important why questions for each of us to consider. But let's take this why question to a much deeper level and let's dig down. Let's dig down deep and let's ask a major life question. Why are we on earth? Why are we here? This is a very important thing for us to get straight in our mind. That's a that's a very important why. It's, it's much more important than what am I going to do for a living or what do people think of me. A failure in our lives to, to effectively answer the why question opens the door and allows lesser life questions to dominate. Lesser questions like what and how and when, and where. Literally, what, how, when, and where can bury us alive in continual movement. One thing this shutdown, or whatever you want to call it, has, has done for me, it's made me realize just how much unnecessary movement I have in my life. Just, just how much busyness that really does not uh, it does not equate to anything uh, that would expand the kingdom anything that would even enhance uh, personal relationships family relationships or the things that really matter so today I believe that we need to first answer why and so let me ask the question again why are we on earth why are we here now, in order to answer the why question, we can, we can ask a what question to help us with that, and that is, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? What is your purpose? Why are we here? I, I do not believe that this can ever be answered correctly apart from the Word of God. Defined by the Word needs to be a thought, a phrase, a uh, something that that we that we think about often, defined by the word. What does the word say about 
what I'm trying to decide. If we look at 1 Corinthians 10, 31, and then we also look at 1 Corinthians 11 and 1, uh, let's start reading with 31. We'll read verses 31 through 33 of 1 Corinthians 10. Whether therefore ye eat or drink, or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. 32. Give none offense, neither to the Jews, nor to the Gentiles, nor to the church of God. 33. Even as I please all men in all things, not seeking mine own profit, but the profit of many, that they may be saved. And then 1 Corinthians 10 ends there, and then the first verse of Corinthians 11, 11 and 1, Be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. What we see is we see that, that Paul lived not for his purpose, but he lived for the purpose of Jesus Christ. In all our purpose, our literal why of life, why are we here? We are here to bring God glory. So I know that was quite a long introduction, but here, here is my topic. My purpose is his purpose. My purpose is his purpose. And I'm trusting today that, that you will, will take inventory of your life and align your life and your purpose with his purpose. What is that purpose? It's to praise God. It's to worship Him. It's to proclaim His greatness. It is to do His will. That, that is His purpose for us. Adopting His will over our will. It's a must if we're going to accomplish His purpose. We are aligned. We are to align ourselves to His purpose. Not just seek Him with all of His power and all of His ability to come and align with, with our purpose. It's my purpose is his purpose. We are to be in submission to his mission. We are to be in submission to him and his purpose. What we must do is intentionally adopt and embrace his mission. It's not about our mission. It's not about the, shall I say, the North American dream with a focus on the United States and Canada. It's not about that. I have often said that the American, shall we say, North American dream has become a kingdom nightmare. They just, they just don't automatically mix. We have to put our mission and our purpose in line with, with His. If our mission is apart from His mission, then it's an unworthy mission. So we must focus on fulfilling His will, not our will. Many, many of these things that I've already said, you have heard so many times. Some are cliches. Um, I'm not using them just to use them, but there's some power in, in even some cliches, such as our mission, his mission. Uh, submission is to 
put our mission under his mission. So let's consider his purpose. Let's consider his mission. I know that it's very important for us to operate in our gifting and our wiring. I'm very much for that. But right now, I'm asking you not even to think about where your individual gifting or your individual wiring fits in with any of this. Let's just clearly look at his purpose and then let's see how we can align our lives to that. Luke 19 and 10 gives us insight on his purpose. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. So our interaction with all mankind should be good. We should be good people. We should be operating by the fruit of the Spirit. But our interaction with lost people should even go to a higher level. If we're going to make a mistake in connecting and interacting with people, don't make a mistake with a lost person. Make, make a mistake with a found person. Make a mistake with, with somebody that, you know, it's, it's, it's not going to affect their view of the kingdom of God. If we align our purpose with his, we will treat people as he did. How should we be treating people? We should treat people like he treated people. We could think of, of many of the connections in Scripture, but just think about how he treated the woman that was caught in adultery. How did he treat her? Did he add to her shame? Did he add to her condemnation? Uh, did he step in with judgment on her? No, he didn't. Who, who did he eat with? He ate with sinners and publicans. He was, he, was, uh, he was condemned for who he hung out with or who he was around. How long has it been since we've been condemned for somebody that, that we have been seen with? When you think of Zacchaeus, he was, he was literally a hated businessman, a hated tax collector. Look how Jesus treated them. So why don't we even take this deeper? Think of Judas. I personally believe that if Judas would have repented, he would have been forgiven because that's just how Jesus operated. That, that was his purpose. I don't know who's watching this today. I don't know who's connected to this local church, but let me just say, if you're lost and you, and you know you're lost, my question is why? Why are you lost? What is your reason for remaining lost? He came to seek and to save you. And, and we are trying to be a part of that purpose, and we want to see you saved. Do whatever you have to do. Con connect with one of us. Don't stay lost. It's not his will. It was not his purpose. He came to seek and to save the lost. If you're found today, then the question would be, how intentionally 
are we seeking to see the lost saved? So again, my topic, my purpose is his purpose. Why am I on this earth? How focused am I about seeking and saving those that are lost? So let's take this one step deeper. John 10 and 10. The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. His purpose was to come and give abundant life. He came to give abundant life. Therefore, we must not accept anything less than abundant. Abundant is more than. Abundant is exceeding. Today, if we went to the hospital and we went into the intensive care unit, we would see people that are alive, but they are not alive abundantly. There are too many people in life that are alive, but, but they're, they're not alive abundantly. He came that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. God didn't robe himself in flesh. Come to this earth. Minister to the people. Bleed for the people. Die for the people. Be resurrected and ascend. Clearly providing the path of salvation to all of us through grace and faith and confession and repentance and baptism in the name of Jesus Christ and the infilling of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues and the power to endure. All, all of those are connected to salvation in the Word of God. This is not a denominational situation. This is a Word of God situation. He didn't do all that just to keep us breathing. The purpose of Jesus has never been for mankind to just get by. His power is thriving power, not just surviving power. I'm not speaking of thriving as the world sees thriving. I'm speaking of thriving in the abundant life that Jesus came to give. He was very clear. He was very clear that you can't serve a God and mammon or money. He was, he was very clear that this is not about materialism. Very clear. In Luke 12, 15, And he said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness, for a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of things which he possesseth. He came to give abundant life. The thief cometh not but for to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. A man's life consisteth not in the abundance of the things which he possesseth. He came to give abundant life. It's not an abundance of things. A truly abundant life. If we're going to talk about the abundant life, then let's not think material possessions. That, that's, that's nice. If you have it, that's nice. But, but the, the, the source of this is not in material possessions. Romans 14, 17. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. He came to give abundant life. His abundance is kingdom-based. 
We cannot have life abundantly apart from the king and kingdom principles, which includes righteousness, peace, joy, and the Holy Ghost. It includes the Holy Ghost. You, you want to talk about abundance. I don't have time to break it all down in this session, but do a study on the power of righteousness. Do a study on peace. Do a study on joy. Do a study on the Holy Ghost. Do a study on the kingdom of God because the kingdom of God is about salvation, deliverance, and healing. Do a study on all of that. Bring it all together and you will understand the basis for abundant living. So we align ourselves to his purpose. And as we do this, we, we embrace these things of righteousness, peace, joy, Holy Ghost, salvation, deliverance, healing. We, we must not be satisfied with any less and we must not be satisfied with other people experiencing any less. That's the line. He came that we would have life and have it more abundantly. And so we must enter in with him. We must align our purpose with his purpose to see this happen. Surviving is not enough. Thriving is the goal. As we align to his purpose, we seek the lost to see them saved. As we align to his purpose, we live and share abundant life. And then there's one other dimension that I'd like us to think about today. That's found in 1 John 3 and 8. He that committed a sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. We must literally join him in destroying the works of the devil. This is where spiritual warfare comes in. Some people shy back from that. Uh, this is where we're told to suit up and war. Paul told Timothy, clearly, war a good warfare. This is why in Ephesians 6, we're told to put on the whole armor of God. Why? so we can engage in his purpose of destroying the works of the devil. So what are his works? John 8, 44. Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. John 10 and 10 again. The thief cometh not but for to steal, kill, and destroy. 1 Peter 5 and 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Revelation 12 and 9, and the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him. So what, what is he portrayed as? If, if we're going to talk about the works of the devil, then let's look in Scripture and let's see what he is. He is a murderer. 
we see this clearly in our world today in, in how death is pushed from, from the first of life trying to prevent life to the end of life trying to decide, uh, take that power in, in ourself and whether or not we allow life or when we decide to end life. That, that comes from the devil. He's a murderer. He's a liar. He's a thief. He's a destroyer. He's a devourer. He's a deceiver. That's what he is. So we are called, if we align our purpose, why are we on earth? What is my purpose? Our purpose is to align ourselves with the purpose of Jesus Christ. And in doing so, then we step up to him being a murderer, liar, thief, destroyer, devourer, and deceiver, and we destroy his works by pledging our allegiance to Jesus Christ, by being born again of water and spirit, and by coming into agreement with his purpose. This is how we gain power. We gain power by his spirit. And we speak then into life instead of death. We speak his life and his truth. And as we speak his life and his truth, Proverbs 21 and 8, the power of death and life is in the tongue. There are some people right now dealing with death that if somebody would just speak life to them, that they, that they would just speak into their life. Open your mouth and speak life into them. We destroy the works of the devil when we join with the ministry of Christ. He, he, had the, he, he gives us the word of reconciliation. And that is, that is pulling things together, bringing things back that the devourer has devoured, the, the destroyer, the, the murderer, the liar, the thief. We destroy the works of the devil by sharing Jesus Christ who said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. My purpose is his purpose. Our purpose is his purpose. I've said many times how I feel like that when we were born that, that we were created, God created us, and there is an empty place deep within us. And if we will feel that with his purpose, then we can live fulfilled. But if we feel that with anything else, then there's absolutely no way that we can be fulfilled. And my prayer is today that every one of you will align your purpose with his purpose and that you will engage in kingdom expansion like you never have before. And if there's someone that is listening today, you've never given your heart to Jesus, you've never been born again of water and spirit, please let that be your number one focus. Let it happen today. Open up your heart to him today. Connect with somebody who can help lead you in this today and accept nothing less than being born again by water and spirit and living and overcoming abundant life through the power of Jesus Christ. God bless you today.
you for joining us today. We pray this message spoke into your life, your heart, or whatever situation you might be going through. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at lifechurch.ca on Instagram. And on Facebook, just search Life Church, and you'll find our navy blue logo with the letters LC in the middle. We thank you for your support. Have a wonderful week, and God bless. Thank you.